Hi, my name is Lauren Spikowski, and welcome to the first episode of my podcast, The Real, where we will discuss all things real about movies. Today, I'm joined with my first guest, my dad, Tim Spikowski. Hello, how are you today? I'm well, hello. (laughs) Okay, let's get into it. Today, for the first episode, we will be discussing the topic of what movies shaped us into the people we are today. Over the years, as we have grown, whether you realize it or not, movies have influenced the way you act, dress, and they are just a way of reflecting who we are or want to be in the characters we see on the screen. So, for my first question, and my only question, what are the films that have influenced you and why? Uh, I would say the very first film that really influenced me was Star Wars Episode Four, and that is the introduction of Obi-Wan Kenobi and the Force. That heavily influenced me because of what that man stood for as far as the, the, the wise man and the sage and the, the person that knew uh, about it, like meditation and, and, and stuff like that. So that was, which I practice today. Mm-hmm. And uh, also it's neat because there was a uh, professor named Joseph Campbell He's known to have written a book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, uh, and he was friends with George Lucas and was very influential in that movie. So it's kind of neat to have learned about that as I got older and how it tied. It was just a big yeah. kind of circle. So that was that. that. Um, let's see. When I was younger, I liked watching Goodfellows, and that influenced me. I, I don't know how or why it influenced me, <laughs> but it just I really loved the part in the very beginning when they showed him as a younger boy growing up and being taught and schooled by these older mobsters. I always thought it would be very, very cool to have all of that. So yeah. yeah. And the accents. And the accents, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the old cars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of, you know, real quick to think of other movies that may have influenced me. Um, as far as comedy, I would say all the Monty Python movies Holy Grail, meaning a life, life of Brian, that influenced my humor and really uh, paid a part in in how I developed my dark side of humor. Which you then carry down to me. Which I then carry down to you, yeah. <laughs> All the way to in the, the, the end of Life of Brian and Brian is... Is hanging there and he's always crucifying himself. Yeah, well, he was crucified and they're singing "Always Look on the Bright Side of Life." Always look on the bright Mm -hmm. side of life. (laughs) So I think it's important that as as a parent, I think it's important to pass something down to your children that uh, that teaches them uh, or, or just helps them in their life and then makes them happy and then something that they can pass it on to their children as well yeah like you passed down quentin tarantino to me as that's well. right yes it did which one was that pulp fiction first pulp yes fiction. yeah yeah i think today he is one of the the modern storytellers and the way he writes his dialogue you could follow his dialogues the, the same type of dialogue in all of his movies yeah but i love it you know and uh the way he directs, the the way he sets scenes, and the music that he puts to those scenes. You they know, do. now when you hear a song on the radio, 
that you may have heard before, but after you've seen the Tarantino film, that that music, that song, it's not the same. It's not the same. You you're listening to it and you're you're in the movie. Mm-hmm. I I one of the movies I love right now is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. His newest. His newest, and I listen to the Spotify uh, channel all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yep. listen to that in the car. Yeah. So, Lauren, what movie influenced you the most right now that you can say since you're 18? Oh, gosh. Um, okay, well, I wrote down a list. So I think right now the most influential movie for me would be The Royal Tenenbaums yeah. by Wes Anderson. Awesome. <laughs> I love Wes, Ander- Wes Anderson a lot because it really opened up my love for artistic direction of films, which I appreciate a lot, and also the dry sense of humor. That are, that are in a lot of movies. And adding on to what you said earlier, with how like Quentin Tarantino, he has the same style for every single one of his movies. A lot of Wes Anderson movies have a lot of the same style as well. But also, I like how in a lot of the same movies, he uses the same actors. As Tarantino does. As Tarantino does. That's right. Like Bill Murray, right. uh, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Oh, um... I, no, not Gene Hackman. Um, Angela Houston. Angela Houston. I think if, you, if you have a formula of success, then you know that it works. Yeah. And that, that's what the audience expects of you to have. Mm-hmm. Most of the people would say from a Tarantino film, expect Samuel Jackson to be in it. Every it's, single time. Right. Now, he wasn't in Once Upon a Time. He wasn't. But I still expected it. I was still <laughs> waiting for him. So, yes. I mean, you got Leo yes. and Brad. That's so right. That's, that's what matters most. Um, I mean, The Princess Bride, I would say, it's random, I know, but it's such a good film. Mm -hmm. The comedy of it, which is weird because I see in everyday life a lot, like Ingo Montoya, I see him a lot in, like, online and stuff, Mm -hmm. and Inconceivable, I see that a lot. Yeah. It's just so good. Yeah, and that a lot of that writing is dry humor as yes, well. Yes, exactly. That's right. So I guess Miracle you could Max. say I got a lot of dry humor mm-hmm. from a lot of movies. Yeah, good. Well, which, in my opinion, is intelligent humor. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what else? Do you have any other movies that influenced you? I have some honorable, <laughs> honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Um, Dead Poet Society. Oh, oh, Captain, my Captain. Is one of the movies I actually cried at, mm-hmm. which I don't like crying at movies because I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, oh, it's not that deep, but Dead Poets Society made me ball. And I also just like English a lot, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. subject English, so that was really good. Oh, but also Phantom of the Opera in Greece. Yes. <laughs> Both great soundtracks. Well, yeah. And plus Gerard Butler. <laughs> and oh what's his name? The one who played Raul. I don't I don't know the actor. Patrick Wilson. Oh, okay. He's in The Conjuring, which oh. are also other really good movies. Mm-hmm. Which I don't like horror movies, but I actually like the Conjuring movies a lot. Yeah, The Conjuring is a good movie. The first one is at least. The second one is also really good. It's in Engl- It's set in England. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was that was a good movie as well. I, f- I preferred the first one, but yes. I preferred the second one. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Any mm-hmm. else? Anything else in honorable mentions? <laughs> Finding Nemo. <laughs> Why Finding Nemo? Okay, so my belief is as a child, it, I was clearly obsessed with the movie because I would watch it every day, multiple times a day. Yes. And I have, I feel like it was the first movie that like 
it was introduced to me, and that's what, it started spiraling, well, not spiraling, but, like, snowballing from there. You know, your very first movie that mm-hmm. we took you to, to the theater was Robots. <laughs> that was your very first. <laughs> no, really? That was your very, very first movie. Oh, my yes, gosh. That we that took you to a theater that you sat down in a theater and watched. It was Robots. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh, yeah. another movie with humor. Yes. Well, and, I, and, you know, like I said, Nemo was, yeah, it was probably one of the very first movies that you watched fully. I mean, I would come home from work and we'd sit on the couch and we'd watch Nemo and then you'd run away with the seagulls would come at you. Or Bruce. I'd have or Bruce. Have right, right, right. Yep, yep. And then Bugs Life. Ooh. Yeah, and Ants. Okay. Ants? Which is a darker version. Ants is controversial. Yes. Have you read about Ants at all? No. <laughs> okay. Ants, like, I was watching it a couple years ago, and I watched it again. And I was like, oh, my gosh. How many adult jokes are in Ants? If you watch again, well, it also makes sense because it's a Woody Allen movie. <laughs> right. Yes. Which stirs up lots of other controversies. Which we However, will not be getting However, you into. take all of that aside, and his dark humor, his humor, his writing style, mm-hmm. kind of goes with the same style as a Wes Anderson, as, nah, maybe my Python, but it's, it's just a dark, dry humor. Yes. So, mm-hmm. in conclusion... Most of my films have been underlying comedy, and that is what has brought me to today. Oh, okay. That is what we have reached the conclusion on. And that helps you see the world. It does. Yeah, yeah. It's... Well, this concludes my first episode of The Real. Thank you to my special guest, Tim, for joining me today. (laughs) You're welcome. It was fun being here. So, to all you listeners out there, I hope you're staying safe, and I'll see you all on the next episode.